Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition and helps you create a life by design. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and with me is my co-host, Travis McQueen. I almost forgot the intro. It's been a while. It's been a while. We took a little week off. Yeah. Had a good time. It's been like, has it been? No, it's been only a week. I was yeah. going to say it's been more than a week that we have, haven't have recorded. I mean, it definitely has been, probably yeah. a week and a half, but yeah. um feels like longer than that, dude. Trip was uh, insane. Uh, I got the, uh, oh, I think I sent them to you, right? The Ten Commandments mm-hmm. of a Tailored Life. Yes. Um, but we could do a whole podcast on that. We should do a whole yeah. podcast. That's actually a great topic podcast. Uh, we're getting canvases made for everybody on the team uh, that they can put on their walls in their office that have uh, the the Ten Commandments of a Tailored Life. And essentially, it's just our core values as a, as a team. Um, I'm going to post them on Instagram too. And really it's just like, it's cool. Cause as you're reading them, it's like, man, this is, this is what has created the culture we already have, you know, and, uh, we live by it already, but it was cool to solidify in writing. Like these are our core values as a team and what we are going to continue to push and, um, represent ourselves by. So we'll do a whole podcast on that. It was a really, really cool experience. Um, my notebook, I probably had like 30 to 40 things. You know, half of them were the same thing written in different ways, yeah. but it was just like... It's good to see things in different perspective. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I combined some of them for some of these, but I'm, I'm really excited about that. It'll be a cool podcast record as well. It's just cool to see the team like come together yeah. and do that. And you know what was really funny is uh, uh, so you've seen it a little bit in the thread, but it's happened more than just what has been seen in the thread. But when we were there, I uh, I was joking, but I was kind of serious. And I was like, hey, like one of our core values is being cool. Like mm-hmm. everybody laughed. And I was like... But I mean this in the sense of like we are trying to pursue a life that is epic, that's extraordinary, that it, that is fucking attractive, cool, that is attractive, that is um, inspiring. Like we need to represent ourselves and live in a way that pushes better health, better energy, better positivity, bigger goals, like all the things that we want our clients to do and look up to, right? And it's a cool perspective. It's also that, you know, we don't have the most normal life, the jobs we work, the things we do, all that kind of stuff. And uh, so I was joking. I was like, real talk, we got to be cool. And uh, the amount of people that like, maybe I just never noticed it, but like have like updated the the coaches or have messaged me or there was a couple clients. Yeah, I had a client call on the way home from the fucking airport. And he was literally like, man, just seeing like your trip and everything, like Taylor Coachman is just dope. It's just dope company. And I just started like laughing. He's like, what? And I was like, well, one of our core values is being dope. So thank you for, for saying that. <laughs> and then I kind of explained it. Uh, but even the coach side, and it was, it was, it was actually cool to be like, damn, this is like, people want to hang out with us. People want to kick it with us. And, um, I think that's important. Like being a group of people, that creates an environment or like an aura that people want to be a part of. It's not like literally being cool, fucking cool kids, you know, like I think of like the mean girls. Yeah. You probably haven't seen that movie because you haven't seen any movies. Have you seen that? Absolutely. Out of all the movies you've yeah. seen, that's the I mean, one like. I've been forced to <laughs> okay, good. watch it. Good. Um, but I think of that when I think of like the cool kids. So it's not like that, but, uh, but it's funny, man. It's ironic that it's actually like yeah. happening. Making a positive impact with the same thing too. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but overall, the trip was insane. I think for for people listening, we had a trip out in Scottsdale, Arizona, with the whole team. It's just our our team retreat. We do it twice a year now. Um, the first form crew came out, which I was blown away by. To be honest with you, that was just like over the top as far as value and customer service. Their humility, know. man, it's, it's insane. It's awesome. Like 
his longest lasting employee decides to just book a fucking flight and head out there to hang out with us. Oh, and they bring us in all the coaches embroidered bags and supplements and shit. Um, and then they are like, we're going to fly all you guys out to the headquarters. Um, I mean, they already even asked me, they're like, I need everybody's address. I'm like, again, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, I don't know what's coming in the mail, but they're just like over the top, you know? And, uh, it's really cool to be the first coaching team that they, they have sponsored, you know, like full team of coaches. Uh, so, I appreciate their investment in us and, and we're excited about our investment in, into them. Um, and of course, like they, they do sponsor the team, they sponsor the podcast. So if you want to get free priority shipping, head over to firstform.com slash tailored coaching method and just know as you check out, it will say free shipping. It's not going to say priority, but just know you will get priority shipping because when you use the slash tailored coaching method URL, you get marked as a tailored coaching method client or member or podcast listener and you're going to get priority shipping. But, um, yeah, man, that was super, super cool to have them out. Dinner was amazing. Uh, the, the restaurant was so fucking nice. Some of us didn't know what to do. Um, there was a few people on the team that literally didn't even know how to order. Even I was kind of confused. I was like, I'll have uh, my steak medium. And he gave me like three options for yeah. medium. And I'm like, so weird. bro, I just want medium. Yeah. Like, how do you? What temperature do you, do you want inside the steak? Yeah. What? No idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, sear it. Edible? Just, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I want to eat it. Yeah. Um, and then the, the, the. The rag or towel thing at the end that cracked me up. Oh, the lavender. Yeah, <laughs> hand me like a wet rag, and I just looked at him like, "What are you doing? Like, yeah, what is this?" <laughs> Start washing your hands. <laughs> I was cracking up. Oh my God. It's like, oh, we, you know, we give everybody a clean lavender rag after they're done with their yeah. meal. And I was like, oh, okay. Do I pat my face with this? Or, yeah. I almost wanted to. Have you ever been to a barber where they yeah. put on? I almost wanted to do that. Yeah, because that feels so good, just like <laughs> lay back. But um, dinner was up. There's a fucking pool. In the middle of our table. No, not, not like not in, our in the table, middle of our table. But you know what I mean? Like there was a pool and then our table was on the outside of it and there was tables all around yes. the pool. There was a pool on the second sto- story of the restaurant and our table outlined yeah. the pool. Yeah. Inside. It was so wild. It was so wild. What the f- and then the guy's like, yeah, people fall in it all the time. <laughs> we were trying to figure out how to prevent that. I'm like, build a fence? Yeah. <laughs> build a wall? Yeah, something around it. It just, it, it takes the... Uh, what did the word that Brandon use? Uh, ambiance. Ambiance. Yeah. Away from it. Yeah. If you do that. Yeah. When I was like, put a glass over, you can walk on it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, and then it gets moldy, and then it just does not look flattering. Yeah. Like, oh shit. <laughs> the guy had like an answer to every idea because yeah. they've thought tried exactly. To do it all. Yeah. We've we've heard that one before. Yeah. Um, but no, like a really dope event. Everybody grew a ton. Uh, it's just it's it's so empowering and it's so cool, especially as an online company to come together and do that and. Um, and I'm not just saying this because I own the company, but like there's the dude, the, like the energy and the bond between the people on the team is just nuts. Like it's fucking crazy. It's unlike something else. It, it's, there's nothing I've ever seen. I've been a part of teams and there's nothing against other teams I've been a part of. I'm, I've spoken to other teams of like friends who own companies. I have been around other teams at events. There's yeah. nothing like this. I agree. It's fucking wild. Um, there was plenty of moments where I was just kind of speechless, just yeah. watching and observing everybody. And I'm just like, this is just, it's nuts, yeah. man. Kind of like what I said on the last day at the table. I, you know, I talk to Joseph all the time. There's not one person, not one vibe that you're just like, eh, you yeah. know, like you're the little bit of the outsider. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Everybody just vibes, dude. And no mm-hmm. one is like trying to be better than everybody else. It's just a team effort. Mm-hmm. It's, 
That's crazy. What, and that's why, and I said this too, that's why it's so fucking hard to hire people. Yes. <laughs> it's not because people don't apply with great credentials. Yeah. We have plenty of people who apply that have great credentials and education and all that shit. And they're nice people too. But I don't know. It's just, it's got to like fit the mold and the vibe and everybody just connects. And it's just, yeah, it's so fucking powerful. Um, and where we're headed as a team is, is just, it's crazy. We've been growing a lot lately and we're going to continue growing and we have things lined up and aspirations and the the fact that we can all lean on each other too is just like, yeah, dude, man. a couple of different things. Like if you want to elaborate on like the impact of the group calls that we're doing with uh, Andreas, I think that is a brilliant idea. Yeah. I just think that like the guys and the girls can bounce like, you know, ideas, not necessarily with clients and stuff, but just ways to grow personally mm-hmm. and as a team. Yeah. I just, I love that dude. And there's something about like, even when we were there, right. There's something about, you know, everybody, even like I was sitting at the table outside with uh, like Nick and Brandon, a couple people. And then you were in the pool with yeah. a few people yeah. and like we separate and we congregate and communicate yeah. and then we like split up and then we separate, you know what I mean? When we're all together, there's something that's different when it's not just me and you, but it's me, you, him, her, him, you know? So now that we can have like pods of people, cause we've already been investing in the personal development, which that alone, like not to toot my own horn, obviously I'm the one that set it up and Andreas helped me like thought, think of this idea. But there's not a lot of people that do that either. Like, yeah. there's not a lot of teams that have a fucking coach, mentor that personally does personal development with the whole fucking staff. Like, you know, even Emily was like, hey, I got an email about this group. Am I supposed to be in that? I'm like, fuck yeah, you are. Like, yeah. I mean, you're part of it. So, yes. Um, but like you said, I think it's going to be nice having, like, all the guys in one, all the girls in one. So they can just – and I told everybody, I'm like, be vulnerable, be open, like, use it to your advantage. If you hold back from anything, you're not going to get the most out of it, just like any coaching scenario. Um, and now – everybody in the group can connect even deeper together as well. Not just with Andrea's helping. Right. But like totally. each of them individual. Yeah. Um, and obviously I'm not there, so I'm not watching over or anything like that. Um, but yeah, man, it's, man, it's crazy. I, I know you, uh, uh, posted about it, but, uh, talk about the, uh, move the dirt. Daily oh dirt. yeah. Yeah. The daily dirt. That's, uh, something you guys will probably, probably see, probably have, have, seen, have yeah, seen if you're on uh either of the instagrams if you're not following the tailored coaching method instagram follow that at tailored coaching method we're, we're sharing everybody's story on there every single day because um, all of us have insights from the daily dirt uh, but also we're we're really really pushing this year uh and we've already started accumulating some so very soon you're going to see a lot more content from everybody on the team so we can just put out more but um the daily dirt it, it started because we were, we were creating those core values and nick said move the dirt was a core value which all of us kind of laughed at first we're like what are you talking about yeah. but essentially it's just like show the fuck up every day right it was his the way of explaining it was cool he's basically like some days you might have a spoon some days it might be a shovel some days you might have a fucking tractor it depends on your mood you don't always want to do it but no matter what you show up and you give whatever you can give even if that's digging and moving the dirt with a spoon cuz that's all you got in you today no matter what you move the needle forward you show up and you do the work and that's a core value of ours so as we decided you know one of the things i brought to the team was like hey let's do an internal challenge we've done the tailored life challenge on a more mass level but I wanted to have something more intimate just for the team to not only stay connected between this event and the next event, which will be in the summer, but also as a way for us to push each other, constantly connect, work on habits, uh, and, and kind of put it in each category of life like I usually like to do with goal setting and stuff like that. And we're, we created this, and it was kind of like the way I looked at it was, you know, first I was like, okay, body being balanced business like I always do, right? But then I started thinking about it, and it's like, okay, something to make you uncomfortable, something to uh, kind of – 
Make you um, better. Make all of it. It's going to make you better. Yeah. But one of them is to like uh, the the remove distractions, kind of like create clarity and calmness and stillness. Right. One thing to learn more from a business perspective, and then one thing to connect with other humans. And it's like all the real aspects that you want to build as a person. So connecting with person, two appreciation notes per day to two different people, one for each person. Um, the, the uncomfortable thing is physical. I think that's really important for people listening. Getting uncomfortable physically helps you grow in every area of your life, especially when it's something you don't want to do. Like this morning was definitely one of those days where I was like, I don't want to put this weight vest on and do a walk at all. Um, but I did it anyway. And at the end of it, I'm happy. I did. I feel better. There's a sense of reward. Like, and when you consistently do physical things that challenge you or that you don't feel like doing every time, that's what really pushes you from a discipline and willpower motivation perspective. Um, and then, uh, so, so we each have a different one. Mine's the 30 minute wave us walk every single day. Um, then we have the, uh, 10 minutes of undistracted time. Mine's meditation. There's a lot of different ways to meditate. So for me, it's just like no phone, no computer, no nothing. Meditate 10 minutes. Everybody has to do something removed from electronics basically for 10 minutes, right? Undistracted time, which is actually more challenging than you would think, you know, like I was like, oh, it'd be 10 minutes, big deal. And then like you start meditating or even like today, I didn't like close my eyes and go through a meditation. I actually just like sat and observed and like I had like music, like beats playing in the background, but my phone, computer, everything was across the room. And I hate saying this, but there was times where I was tempted to be like, I need to go grab my phone to write that down or like this thought or anything. And it's like, nope, don't touch it. And it's, it's kind of sad how like, uh, addicted or, or pulled to electronics you are, but it's the case, right? So yeah. that 10 minutes of undistracted time and then the, uh, everybody has to do something constantly for growing and learning, but we're using it as a way, uh, to basically create exposure for ourselves. And that's to get on your story face to face, which not only is exposure, but it also makes everybody outside of myself uncomfortable. Realistically, I think we all determine that I'm the only one that does it so regularly that I don't like get phased by it anymore. But it does still make me really, really stop and think because you have to stop and go like, okay, what the fuck am I going to talk about today, right? Which we were talking about this yesterday. It forces you to actually be, um, what was the word I use? Introspective. Mm -hmm. Because now I'm like, okay, I have to talk for one to two slides on my story, which means I have to create value in 15 seconds, 15 to 30 seconds, ideally. From what? What in my day, what am I learning? What am I reading? What am I studying? What did I go through? What did I journal about that I can talk about and create value for people every single day? So it makes you a really reflective person, which is actually super, super helpful. But, um, but now we, we decided to call it Move the Dirt or the Daily Dirt because we were talking about Move the Dirt yeah. and then all these different things and like 66 this and, and, then, uh, and then we were just like, fuck it, let's go with the Daily Dirt because we're moving the dirt every day. And it's daily. Love it. Um, and daily dose was already taken because I already do those, obviously. But, um, but yeah, so that's that's the daily dirt. It's not a public challenge, but obviously I just broke down everything it is. So if you want to do it, fucking do it. I had a couple people reach out to me. They're like, I'm jumping in. This is what I'm doing. I'm like, fuck yeah, do it. You know, yeah. and it's, and it's, you know, I'm like. I'm going to encourage you not to do it. Yeah, 100%. And it's, you know, it's just like, uh, shout out to Andy Priscilla for 75 hard. He, there's no group for that. Yeah. It's a personal challenge for personal accountability. So nobody's gonna hold your hand through this. The Taylor Life Challenge, we did hold your hand, but this one is it's for you. So like at the end of the day, you know, I have a reminder set every single day to post in our text thread to make sure that everybody did it. So that like by the end of the day, because I have it go off at like four our time, which means some people it's like night and it's like your last chance. If you didn't do it, fucking finish the challenge, finish the dirt. But ultimately if you're listening or you're following the Instagram, you wanna jump in, like that's that's on you. 
It's a personal accountability, which is going to make you way more resilient and successful in life. Because if you can hold yourself accountable personally, I mean, you can do a lot more, you know? Hey guys, I want to take a quick second to shout out the sponsor of this podcast, which is myself. It's my own app, the tailored trainer, which is the simple solution to actually looking like you lift. My goal with the tailored trainer was to do just that. I had countless amount of people coming into our coaching to get nutrition guidance from us and they needed training help as well. And I was tired of hearing people tell me, I don't look like I lift. I'm in the gym hours every week. I'm training hard. I'm pushing myself. I'm sweating my ass off, but I don't look like I work out. What is the deal? And the deal is simple. There isn't a periodized plan backing up the effort they are putting in the gym. They don't have progressive overload methods and metrics and measurements inside their programming that are going to guide them to the result they're after, which is why I wanted to create an app that did that for you. Not only does it have actually systemized programs that are effective for your goal, for your schedule, for your body type, and for your experience, because there are tons of programs in there. That's why it's called the tailored trainer, because you can literally tailor your training to your lifestyle and your schedule and your experience level. But it's also going to have the software and the metrics inside to make sure that it's progressive and periodized without you even realizing it. You don't have to do anything, and it is programmed properly to get you to progress, which is why I always tell people, stop aimlessly working out using influencers' Instagram posts and YouTube videos as your plan. Start actually tailoring the training process to you, and you can do that by downloading this app. It's less than $1 a day, and you can head over to tailoredtrainer.net to read more about it, see screenshots of the app live itself, see reviews from some of the people using it, and see a personal letter from myself as to why I created this app in the first place. So once again, head over to tailoredtrainer.net. Now, let's get back into the podcast. Yeah, that's Daily Dirt. Um, spent a little more time before the Q&A than we expected. <laughs> um, that's all right. The... Uh, the, the retreat was fucking amazing, and it was well worth us talking for a little bit. Um, and uh, and we'll, we'll do a full episode on the, the commitments soon. That would be... That'd be sick. I mean, at least 30 minutes yeah. itself, so I'm not going to dive into those right now. Um, but I, I think that, like... It's powerful. It is, man. It's a very, very powerful thing. It's a powerful trip. It's a powerful group. And, I, I like, the, the thing I would stress to everybody, too, is, like, be a part of something. Like, if you're... As human beings, there's a book called... It's either called Tribe or Tribes. I think it's called Tribes. It's by Sebastian Younger. And uh, he was a, a journalist who would like travel. And he, he stayed with a lot of like military camps around the world because they have tribes, right? They have like this platoon and then the Navy SEALs fucking whatever group, you know. And these bonds people would create would kind of create a sense of fulfillment in life that is unmatched, right? It's why like certain villages have actually way more happiness than um, – high populated places, even though they have less resources, right? Because they have a tight knit community, right? So like tailored coach method, the reason we're so strong and powerful is because we have a tight knit community and our coaches connect with their clients on a deep level, which creates their own little tiny tribes within the overall tribe. And then everybody's part of this huge tribe. And there's something about being a part of something. It's why being a part of a team or being a part of a club or, um, it's why being a part of a fucking cult is so powerful. I don't recommend joining a cult, (laughs) But people, like, if you ever watch documentaries on cults, you watch and you're like, why? Yeah. Why are these people so fucking sucked into this and, and live or die by these principles and these things? Some of them which are just out of this world, fake and don't make sense. But it's because those people were lacking a sense of a tribe or community and these people took advantage of it. That's typically how cult leaders do it. Totally. They, they actually find people who are lacking that connection with other humans and they say, hey, like, I want to 
I'll offer provide you, that to you. Exactly. And then they tell them all this crazy shit and they're like, oh, okay, that sounds good. That sounds right. Um, but and we're not a cult, <laughs> but uh, being a part of some I don't kind think, of tribe. I, think, I mean, people might disagree with me, but I don't, obviously cult has a, a negative condensation, but is cult by definition like an evil thing? Like tribe? I'm pretty sure the definition is actually pretty negative. Okay. Yeah. I think it's like, it's... Um, Look it up. Yeah, I think it is actually like something, it's like a negative version of... There, pro, there you go, yeah. Um, to my eyes, obviously it has, it's a negative thing, but it, it's really just a group of uh, people. I guess you're right. A system of religious veneration and devotion directed toward a particular figure or object. Uh, a relative, a relatively small group of people having religious beliefs or practices regarding by others as strange or sinister. Okay, so that's a little bit worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, a misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular person or thing. That one makes a lot of sense too. A misplaced or excessive a- admiration. So that's where like cult leaders are like these weird. Uh, they cr- try to create their yeah. own like uh, god mentality or religious aspect of themselves, and people worship them. Yeah, wrongfully. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably pretty negative. Yeah, uh, tribes are a good thing though, and and I think as as humans we need that, and I, and I would encourage everybody to be a part of that, whether you find it through a Facebook group or coaching or an app or or a club in your community or your neighborhood or whatever the fuck it is. Like being a part of something bigger than you is really, really, really important in life. Totally, plain and simple. I absolutely agree. Um, and uh, and obviously, you know, shout out to our coaches and everything too, because there's nobody doing what we're doing. Like, I jokingly say this on Instagram sometimes, like, we're taking over the industry, but I, like, I'm not joking. Like, I mean it in the truest way. We're we're so passionate about what we do and keeping our quality and, and standards of education, all that stuff, so high, which makes it very difficult to scale a company, just so people know as a business owner. You can scale way faster by letting quality, you know, usually it's quantity or quality, mm. right? So if you choose quality, it's a much slower growth curve versus choosing quantity and letting quality drop down. I can grow super fast, but I'm not willing to do that. It's a that. slower growth curve, but it's a stronger. 100%. And I think it's a longer lasting. Yeah. You know, there's some people. My mind is stronger. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, there's there's a lot of people who will go the fast route and you, I mean, technically, if you if you do that one right, you can create a system around it and sell the company. So if, if, if your only goal with creating a coaching business is to sell it or to make money or something, then 100% do that. It's probably the safest bet for you. It's the fastest, the most profitable. But coaching is more than that for me. It's more than that for the people that are on our team. It's It's been my obsession for too long to do something like that. Might be short-term more profitable. Yeah. not Maybe not long-term. Touche. Because yeah. do a long term, you don't know what the profit's going to be. Yeah. And to me, it's about legacy too, man. Yeah. Like, what what am I going to leave behind? You know, whether that's when I'm 60, re- retired, not in the industry anymore, or it's if I die and people are like, this is the footprint he left. You know, totally. like that's, you, you, there's only one way to accomplish that. Yeah. Really. And the truth is, is nobody at my funeral is going to, like my, my tombstone is not going to say what my salary is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or how much I sold the company for. It's going to talk about how many people I affected or the type of person I was realistically. Cody was a blank, you know, not Cody made this much. <laughs> Cody sold the company after three years of scaling. Like yeah. shit like that doesn't happen. Love it, man. So should we do some questions or should we just have a uh, team retreat wrap up episode? I mean, if you have anything else to to add or we can answer a question or two maybe like no man i think you know a lot of people watched the way that retreat went and got a lot from it from the feedback we've gotten 
Um, so I think it's been powerful, man. Yeah. I'm excited for the future. It's crazy how many people reached out to me. Like I had a couple people ask, like, I'm not exaggerating. I had a couple people ask for a job because of the, the event. They said, can I work for you? Literally. Yeah. Um, I had a couple people who run their own businesses who literally were like, I just want to say fuck it and work for you instead. It's not even like work for you as a coach or anything. Just can I be a part of it? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and then I had a bunch of people saying like, tailored coach method is super cool i want to be a part of it or i'm, I'm happy to be a part of it because i'm a client and stuff yeah. like that like yeah. it's i don't know and it's cool like for me like it's you know it's an it's truly an honor and it's it's kind of humbling to talk to the coaches afterwards and have them thank me for creating this thing and it's like man like i didn't i, I, I don't want to say i didn't expect it to be this way because i had every fucking intention in building it this way make it this way yeah but it's sometimes it's surreal yeah. you know it's it's kind of crazy that was like the was it it was after dinner that I went up to the, the rooftop of my hotel, like I told you about, you know, and um, <laughs> there was, like, one person on this entire rooftop. At first, I was like, why isn't this no bar shoes. popping? Like, what <laughs> the fuck? This is, like, a dope bar on the roof. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Tuesday. <laughs> like, <laughs> forgot it. <laughs> or it was, it was Wednesday or whatever it was. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to get a night. Like, we just left that dinner, that restaurant. Yeah. Fantastic food. Overly priced, but still, no matter what, very, like, high, high top-level wine. Mm. Um, the food wasn't overpriced. I mean, it's expensive, but the wine is obviously, they always crank the price up. Yeah. You know? I'm like, this is nice. I'm going to go have another nice glass of wine, chill by myself on the roof. <laughs> and I'm like, can I get a glass of uh, Cab? And he's like, we only have one red. And I'm like, oh, okay, what is it? He's like, it's a blend. It's in a can. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I literally was like, can you pour it in a glass, bro? And he was like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> like, and I, I shit you not, know, I was actually really fucking good. Or yeah. I was just drunk. But yeah. it was really good wine for a can. I've never had canned wine before. And I was actually surprised. Interesting. It is interesting. It's a weird concept. Better but, than box wine. Yeah, I think it's a step up. Yeah. I think it's a step up between. It, it goes like I mean, box, can, screw top, cork. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. I think that's like the leveling yeah. system. Uh, but I, uh, but I had a glass of wine. I'm sitting on there. There's like a big fire next to me and I'm just looking over like Arizona, you know, the hills and the sunset, all that stuff, which we're not getting right now in Washington, which was really nice. And I was just able to like sit there and just think about the night, think about the team, think about where we're going and think about what situation I was in at the moment. Like I'm in this state of Arizona sitting on a roof, having a glass of wine while my team all connects and hangs out at an Airbnb that I was able to take care of for them. And they're all from around the country and world. Yeah. Tra fucking Brandon traveled from Brazil to be there. And we all get to literally live our passion every single day. It's just wild. It's yeah. fucking wild. And I sat there like, holy shit, this thing is growing and it's manifesting and it's, and manifesting is the right word because if you go back, like I literally said this shit and I said it when I was It eight, didn't happen overnight. It didn't. But like that's the that's the best point. Like I interviewed for the internship at Vigor when I was 18 years old, and I told Luca that I wanted to create an online fitness company that I could travel and and work with people around the world. Word for word, I said. He said, "How are you going to make money?" I said, "I don't fucking know how that part works yet, but this is what I want to create." And I manifested it when I was 18 years old. That was 11 years ago. 29 now, I'm going to be 30 this year. And it's been just fucking growing and growing and growing until it is what it is today. And it's because you wrote a blog, basically. And the, here's the thing, too, for people listening. Like, 
manifestation isn't one of those things that like, and we talked to uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf about this when she was on the podcast, loved that episode. But I said like, how does like speaking into the universe work and manifestation? And she said like, actually from a science perspective, like what we've found in research is when you manifest something, you, you speak it into your own actions and habits. You don't speak it in the universe and it just comes to you. When you speak it enough yourself, then your actions, your attitude, your energy, your, your everything around you, the, the places you choose to surround yourself with, the people you surround yourself with, those things change based on what you've said you were going to manifest. So it's not like I just said, like, I'm going to create this and somebody came over with a silver platter, right? I didn't have anything given to me. I had to work for it, but it was easy to work for because I kept telling myself, I'm going to build this thing. And when you say it enough, all of a sudden, all the pieces just fall into place because you're doing the right things. You're making the right actions. You don't lack motivation to do it. You just wake up, get to the grind, and you repeat it every fucking day. And, and success in this way, and I said this to my, my mentor group the other day, I said success comes down, like the people who are the most successful understand that it really just boils down to repetitively doing the boring shit every single day until you get there. Every once in a while, you get to do really cool, fun stuff like that trip, mm-hmm. right? Or this podcast and things like that. But there's a lot of mundane computer tasks, yeah. communication, emails, copywriting, clicking, saying yes, no, yes, no. Those things, if you can avoid ever getting sick of those things, and you can love doing those things, all those mundane tasks, then you'll be successful. Yeah. And one of the huge things I think that worked in your favor is, you know, the whole providing free value. That's not boring to you. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the biggest aspects how this has gotten so big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not waking up every day and doing a boring thing. That's something that you just fucking love to talk on camera and educate people. Yeah. So that's that, a, that actually almost passionate. makes me, uh, not insecure, but like a little nervous when, when speaking at like business events, because like people will talk about ads and funnels and money and spending on marketing and shit like that. And I come up and I'm like, give fucking value. Yeah. You know, and, Part of me is like, how am I going to talk for an hour on stage? And then it's like, they're like, okay, time's up. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can keep going. But that's, I mean, that's my whole spiel. It's like literally just value, 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 value. And then, you know, that's one of the cool things about partying with First Form is like when we meet them and then when we, I learn more and more and more about Andy. Uh, I'm reading his 75 hard book. And the only reason I've waited this long is because it's been sold out finally released and they sell it in a day. And the first half of the book doesn't go into 75 hard. This is a journal, one of it, um, Power List, which is great. I recommend that too. It's, it's really cool. But um, 75 hard, the f- first half of the book's his story. And if you like go into a story about business, it's the exact same fucking thing, dude. Exact same thing. As? Even as, as what we've done. Oh. It's just free value. But it's instead of the last decade of my life doing this and then the last five of owning this company, it's like for him, 20. 25 years and then like 17, I think it was for first form or something like that. Like it's just crazy, right? But it's the same fucking thing. Dude, even to the point where he started getting into business and all that stuff, it's, I was reading it this part this morning. It was fucking wild. He was first getting into business and like supplements and things finally like picked up and he started getting into it. You know, it wasn't like first form yet, but he had like a couple supplement stores that was growing. Um, and he got uh, way worse than my situation, stabbed in the face, like bad, rushed to the hospital, thought he was going to die. Um, and that was like a light bulb moment of like, I need to, what am I doing? You know, work hard. And it's crazy because I was like tiptoeing and all this shit and then I got jumped. And that was when I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, yeah. I thought I was going to die. And I literally woke up in the hospital and like, I need to go all in on healthy fitness, success, and work ethic, not, like, kind of in, kind of out, like, partying, being around bad shit. Like, I need to figure this shit out, you know? And that was, like, the 
catalyst for me to like really start grinding. And I fulfilled, instead of sedating myself with drugs, alcohol, and partying, it's like, I'm going to sedate myself with work and training and, and personal development, you know? And here we are. Yeah. So it, it's just crazy reading his story and being like, fuck, that's super similar, man. And it makes me excited because I'm like, I was dead serious when I was like, this is going to be the whole building and I'm going to have all the coaches in here at some point. And some of them were like, no, I live in an amazing place. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, sooner or later, <clears throat> Rose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she lives on San Diego Beach. Yeah. Um, which I get, but. Uh, and I would never force people, but I'm like dead serious. I'm like, man, you're gonna. I, I thought this gonna, was big. I think you're gonna make it so they want to be. Hundred percent. That's yeah. the goal. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like, it, uh, theirs is two hundred thousand square feet. I can't comprehend that. Like, I think that's actually like the size of a mall. No. Two hundred thousand square feet. I mean, maybe. Yeah. This is five thousand square feet, and this feels huge. This and the next unit. These both these units together. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. Two hundred thousand. <laughs> like that. I can't. I literally can't. Figure it out. It. Even yeah. even Cody and Damien were like, once you get here, yeah, it's a- different. He was like, it sounds big, but once you get here, you're like, holy shit, this is fucking huge. Yeah, bigger than what you think. Yeah, and they're building another building. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that's why I'm like, okay, well, this whole, I think what we said what this whole thing was probably like 20, 25,000 square feet. All the units. All in the units, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I want that. You know, that's my first goal. Because that, you could, I could we're definitely taking, put. We're taking 234th Street. Yeah. Dude, I, I mean, you could put, you could put 20 offices in, in a, yeah. 20 to 25,000 square feet. <clears throat> I just don't think we can make this all one building. I don't think so either because we got to expect them to all leave. Holy shit. You We'd have I mean? to go and somewhere we have else. Knocked walls. I, I, absolutely. Yeah. But my point is, is like, I literally want to create that. I'm manifesting it right now. People. Good. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I think like, overall, like biggest takeaways Save are really just like culture is really important to us. Core value is really important to us. You'll hear a whole episode on that. I think my my tip to you is find somebody, a group, people, tribe, whatever, because if you can be a part of a community that instills that in you, your life will be so much better. You'll be more successful. You'll be more happy. You'll be more fulfilled. You'll be more motivated, inspired, all the great things that you want in life. Seek it out. You have to seek it out, though. You have to literally find it. Everybody on my team literally came to me trying to be a part of it. It wasn't like I just you know, found them. I mean, there's a couple people who applied. Explain it, dude. What, uh, was it wrote? Was it, uh, Ariel? The one that Emily, Emily, Emily was like, how did you find all these people? Oh yeah. Like when we were sitting there having our group, they found me. Yeah. That's what I said. Cause it's like, cause it, it really is like Ariel, Asked me to be in the challenge. I said, no, because it was closed. And she asked if I, she could be a client. I said, no, I'm not taking clients. Then she asked to be a mentor client. I said, no, I'm not doing that either right now. And then she's like, can I have a call? And I was finally just like, holy shit, okay. And then I talked to her and I'm like, all right, maybe I can open up a spot for you. And then it was like two weeks in, I'm like, hey, will you work for me? Like, yeah. she had to force herself into that situation. Um, Hallie, same thing, but she was working with one of her coaches and she was pressing to be, get in. Um, Brian, same thing. He was one of my clients. Um, the only people who just applied were Nick and Trevor, but both of them followed for a very long time. They saw the opportunity. They seized the opportunity. They wrote exactly what they knew I wanted to hear in the fucking resume in the application so that I would reach out to them. You know what I mean? And I mean, Emily, shit, she was not even on Facebook and she just randomly was like, oh, I'm going to get a Facebook. Decides to turn her Facebook on after it's been however long, a long time since she had it active. Sure enough, that fucking day I post in the same neighborhood Facebook group that I'm looking for somebody. You know, it just clicked. She yeah. lives down the street from me. Like, what are the chances? But it's a lot of, uh, I mean, very, very uh, serendipitous, but also just people pursuing. And I, you have to do that. Every yeah. mentor I've had, every opportunity I've had, I fucking just poked and poked and poked until I got it. So, you know, that's another tip. Don't fucking take no for an answer. Yeah. If you want something, go get it. There's no reason you can't have it. Period. 
Damn. <laughs> I agree, man. Mic drop. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, um, I think we'll wrap it up there. It was going to be a Q&A. Yeah. But I think that turned out really well. Um, so... Uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, we hope that you guys get some value from the retreats we do and stuff like that. Uh, leave us a five-star rating review, please, on iTunes and Spotify. You can check out First Form uh, at firstform.com slash method, And you can click one of the links in our description if you want to join our tribe. If you want to be in the Facebook group, if you want to join the Taylor Trainer, if you want to get access to your own personal private coach on our staff, all of those options will be uh, allow you to get into our community and our tribe, and we want you a part of it. So click the links in the description of this podcast and we will catch you next time.